and, and recording. Scott, we better not go over two hours and 19 minutes because this SD card is not going to handle it. Well, then we'll go. Well, then we won't. <laughs> uh, welcome to Phoebe something. Phoebe not 50. Phoebe not 50. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe not ever. Who knows? Who knows? It's really up to Casper, our wonderful it, sponsor. Or, or, uh, yes. <laughs> the makers of fine beds. Fine mattressery. I don't like the way I sound, but I'm going to be okay with it. What do you mean? I feel level? like it sounds, I sound, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could say that. <laughs> Just, sorry. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but we're it here. Fifty, Scott. We but we have. Uh, it's been a while since we phoebed. I think. It's been a while. Wow. It's been a while. What's that? Isn't that um, stained? Salmon again in the man. Right. Right. Maybe stained. Maybe. Is sure. the band? I think. Sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> is it? If it's not, we'll know about it. We will. Somebody will correct us. I've been. It's been a while. I've spent the last week being told uh, that BB Newworth did play Morticia Adams on Broadway, because I said that on a Fraser podcast. So you said that everyone, she didn't. I just had no recollection of her playing. Um, oh, so people Morticia. said like, yeah, she did. Yeah, that's amazing. She played Morticia, and Nathan Lane played Gomez. Sure. I don't. I don't I like it. See that? I don't like it. I mean, I'm not saying whether I like it or not. I'm not saying. <laughs> Have you watched the Adams Family my, recently? It doesn't rock my world. I'm what, guessing the, you haven't the seen it. The one with Raul Julia and yeah. Angelica Houston? Yeah. Not in years. Holds up. I mean, I, yeah, I, I remember enjoying it. Barry Sonnenfeld. Yeah. Barry, Barry's. Barry went on a good run. Barry had a good run. I don't know where Barry Where'd he is. go? Welcome to Feed. <laughs> Where's where, Barry? Where are Where's, directors? <laughs> Who is it? We did Carpenter, right? No, uh, we did we um, a retrospective of somebody. McTiernan. McTiernan. No, I thought we did Carpenter too. Did we? Didn't we? I don't know, but I know we tried Maybe to get we tried to get John McTiernan out of uh, jail. That's what we, we tried that. to do. We were doing somebody else. I thought we were doing. A and I feel like now. the Sonnenfeld had a great run. Well, Sonnenfeld started out as uh, the Coen Brothers DP. Barry Sonnenfeld. I think what happened to him was the Wild Wild West. That and did then, not help him. He did. Did he do a Men in Black three? I think he did. Because yeah. I remember not uh, hating that movie. What was that? Oh, it's the thunder and lightning from Gotham City. <laughs> Matt was playing. What is it? Batman. Arkham Knight. Batman one more time. Batman one more time. AKA Arkham Knight. Same Batman. Same bat place. Game. Same Batman. Now you can drive. Uh, okay. uh, so here's 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 the last thing Barry Sonnenfeld did. Are you ready? director why we're just talking directing career right yeah oh well he did the pilot the tv pilot for the beverly hills cop tv show that obviously went well that didn't uh, get picked up but men in black three and uh he's got something called nine lives coming out in uh 2016 a stuffy businessman finds himself trapped inside the body 
of his family's cat. Boom. <laughs> no, I do. I like. I was hey, honestly. Hey, here's excited. who. Here's who's in it. Kevin Spacey, Christopher Walken, Jennifer Garner, other people. There's some. There's some. There's some know. star power in there. Yeah, uh, they probably spent some money. Also, what a terrible. I, mean, I want to watch it. What a logline. Yeah. A stuffy businessman finds himself trapped inside the body of his family's cat. I bet it makes $900 million. I bet it does not make $900 million. <laughs> Are we having a Phoebe uh, box uh-huh. office bet? I don't know if that's going to make $900 million. Uh, did you see the Fantastic Four? I'm sure you saw it. I did not see You the ran Fantastic out and saw that? Four. I didn't see it either. No one saw it. Someone saw it. I made, mean, not a lot of people 26 saw million. it. Some people saw it. They're now eulogizing the superhero movie as though that killed it. I mean, it's just a crappy version of. Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. It's a crappy version of a I crappy mean, I'm sorry, franchise. But even if, like, well, look, let's let's be honest. If they announced anything about movies, I wouldn't be excited. <laughs> so but, what would you? What but would to me? But to me, like, I just the Fantastic Four as a general idea. Mm hmm. It's just really like, eh, like I don't know. What why. about it? Don't you like the fact that they're astronauts and scientists that it's get that. mutated it's, by? It's like radiation. Something about like, um, I mean, the thing seems like they could nail the fire thing. Is just kind of like, eh, like I'm gonna leave. I'm leaving the sounds of Arkham. The the thunder and lightning. Yeah. Also, why? Well, now you've just now I just have like, the PlayStation like crystal sounds. noises from your. Machine and shut her down. Um, I don't know why it's like invisibility is like great power. Everyone loves not it. Not in a movie. It's like it's not like a fucking. Well, there's a history of movies with invisibility in them, and it seems to have gone well. Name them. The Shadow. Yes. <laughs> uh, the problem with invisibility <laughs> to me is like it's like. It just isn't that exciting of a superpower. Dark man? It's like, okay, so so okay, so you're here, kinda of move to your left, and then then we just then you don't even it's not even an effect. <laughs> it's the it's the absence of an effect. I it's, think it's very it's cost like, effective. Yeah. I think I think it's great. I just like there's something about the Fantastic Four that feels I don't I, it just feels outdated. In the way that like the X-Men manages to exist in the presence in the present and and be more acceptable because of there's there's something about the like or spider-man it's like the fantastic four feels like it's 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 rooted it's two the of the time too much yeah it's two of the time it just doesn't translate it's yeah it's kind of two of the space age it's two pre 60s like, it's two pre 60s it, it it holds on to that like spider-man even though I believe it was pre-60s. I did a, cut that documentary, but I don't remember. But yeah, yeah. Like, it still manages to adapt because he's a teenager or whatever. So you just keep adapting right. to the to the current time. But with Fantastic Force, and I'm sorry, like, Stretch Power, Incredibles, Elastigirl, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an animated movie, they yeah. nailed it. Like, yeah. they totally nailed it. But, like, it just looks stupid. Yeah, it's never going to look good unless it's animated. It just looks stupid. Because that power, because if you if you root it in 
in caricature yeah. in, in like characters that aren't real, then suddenly how strange it looks when she's a parachute with a, her head popping out or whatever. Right. It's like the it's like if you saw that, if you saw Reed Richards do that, like fucking whiplash dude do that, <laughs> you'd be like, that looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I wonder. I, yeah, it I wonder just it looks so stupid. I mean, it looks, yeah, as a cartoon, obviously, it's more believable. But then I feel like the thing they always get wrong is the thing. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, some people are like, I thought going CG would be the way to go. But they went the wrong way with it. It still is just like they're, it's missing. It something. looked even faker than, yeah. than the then, suit did. Yeah. It's when, all like, it all just feels stale. Scott, do you ever think it's going to be clobber in time? Well, meaning, will a, Fantastic Four ever be a viable franchise? If Marvel gets it back, I'm sure they'll take a swing at it. Well, yeah, they? but they don't get it back for like, don't they have like years and years before I they don't know get what it back? The contract. I mean, technically, if you're Fox, wouldn't you be like here? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, whoa, you lose the money. I, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I did watch. Age of Ultron a few times on the planes. I've been on a lot of planes since we've last talked. Yeah. Uh, Even if I was trapped on a plane, I probably won't watch it. You would if you're on Virgin. I feel like Virgin, for some reason, makes me want to watch does that not, movie. They don't have a selection of movies that is worth watching. I read. I mean, it was either that or Mordecai. I expand my mind. What do you want to watch? Mordecai? I would read. <laughs> Reading is too much on a plane for me. I like to read. I have to deal with the issue of like not wanting to bother the person next to me with my light. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have that. Because you're inconsiderate. No, it's because like, hey, there's a light. Like, I yeah. didn't fucking create planes. I yeah. didn't create the the way that they are. <laughs> but I'm not still... horrible, right? I didn't create. I'm not. Or Richard Branson. Do you think? It's like they put a light in there. Do put you on your mask? <laughs> Bring a mask. <laughs> the fuck i always i never i try to bother people as little as possible i mean i do too but it's like if if somebody wants to go to sleep and i need to read my i'm gonna put my fucking light on what's the difference between that and like having your screen on the screen you can turn towards yourself yeah if you're in first class if you're not but if you're in first class like put a shade on your face you get a free little shade for your face <laughs> you know you do I've never flown first class, yeah, Scott. I don't have. know what that's like. You did. Too. You got a shade? Exactly what is this? Like. What planet is this? I uh yeah, so where where have I been since we talked? Everywhere. Seattle, Comic Con, Finland, Boston, New York. Where are you going next? Uh I was just in Vegas, and I think the next place I have to go is Vegas again for CTIA is the mobile teleconferencing convention you know i'm a big fan you know how much i love that yeah so i really want to get down and dirty just get right in there interview some people at the palazzo have a good time really just have a great just just a blast you know i can't wait do it i can't wait to get down there i was just in in vegas two days ago i know it was yesterday yeah Wow, that was a long time. It feels like a long time ago, but it was yesterday that I left. I'm going to Vegas in October. Yeah, you are. I am. It's going to be... I think, honestly, Scott, I can tell you right now, that's why I had the wedding. Just to get me to I go to Vegas? I have no reason. No, I don't... Look, Dory, I don't want to diminish my love for you, <laughs> but but it's not why it's happening. <laughs> Brian and I have been trying to get <laughs> Mosher to Vegas for three years. It's not going to be that exciting. What do you mean? It'll, It'll be great. There. It's not like... 
<coughs> yeah, but once you're there, you're going to let loose? Put like gamble. 30 grand on black? I don't gamble. I just don't do it. You will. I mean, I'll maybe sit at a blackjack table for five minutes before I'm like, this is yeah. I don't like Vegas. We found the... They, ha- they have these uh, blackjack video machines now that are... You play at a, around. It's like big giant console with you know five to yeah. ten seats and a huge screen that has a video dealer on it. So it's like the same, but just not yeah, a it's real the same, dealer. but not a real dealer. And I got to tell you, we played for an hour and a half on that thing, and by the time we were done, Q was up fifty cents, and I was up fifty bucks. But for an hour and a half, it was good in times. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, you're like rooting There's against no the damage. computer. Yeah. You know, it's like fucking Terminator. Yeah, and then like they, what's hilarious about it is they change out the dealers. Oh, really? Yeah, like the dealer will tell you that they're leaving, and then in comes another uh, woman in a cocktail dress. And you're just like, why? Is it like a real person or a computer? It's a real person. So it's a real, it's a real actress. Yeah. And some of them are like hotter than other ones, and you're like. Then you just leave the hot one up. Then the you feel like, you know, one of them's better to you than the other one is. And then you start thinking that it's real. Uh, you're going to love it. You're going to love that video. I There's think I think you're overestimating. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the best time you've ever had in your entire life. That I can guarantee it won't be. What is the best time you've ever had in your entire life? What's the best time I've ever had in my entire life? Yeah. Think about like the most fun time you've ever had. Most fun time I've ever had. Uh, you know, like sometime when I was traveling, probably. Yeah. I've had some pretty fun travels. No particular, you can't think of a, well, I guess that's a hard question to answer. It's <laughs> the most fun I've ever Particularly had in my for entire you. life. Yeah. You yeah, can't I mean, answer I that. I know people probably think that I never have fun. Yeah, no, everyone listening I don't thinks th- that you don't have fun. <laughs> I have lots of fun. It just it depends what you think is fun. <laughs> Like, do you think, like, look, people go to Coachella and, like, put paint fun. in their body and then, like, just fucking freak out and jump around. And I'm like, and I'm like, I can look at it and go, like, I get why. Well, I don't. Do you I, think anybody there actually thinks that absolutely. they're having fun? Of course they do. I don't think anyone's sitting there going, like, questioning whether they're having fun. I think they're in. The, like, it's probably, like, super hot. I can't imagine that's fun. Right. Yeah, I mean, it must be though, because people are still going. Hundred thousand like, people are still going. What's the what, like? Fun is subjective. Like you know, it's like what is fun is just purely based on your own experience. That's like Vegas. Like gonna, I go to Vegas. I'm gonna and people have and, and people have fun in Vegas. Yeah, I mean that's what Vegas was built for. Yeah, it's for fun. people to have, have a lot fun. of fun in Vegas. And I'm just like, it's like just a big wet noodle for me. <laughs> There's good food. I just don't get it. Yeah, but there's good food. But like, uh, there's no need to travel to to las vegas to have yeah but there's so food. much good but food in the like, same place but it's good food but the restaurants are kind of ostentatious and oh very much architecture so. and like ugh. i mean come on oh i love it I, well it's, it's not so much the architecture that i love i like the infrastructure of it i'm fascinated by the size and and just the expanse of everything it's just such a weird like architecturally uninteresting place to me because none of it goes together yeah because it's all just it's all just facade yeah well yeah it's like walking down a back lot yeah yeah it's just facade you don't like that you don't like walking down a back lot you don't like movie magic no 
the I think I think one of my fa- there's okay. There's a, here's the thing. Like, what do I like? I like large open spaces. Right. I like quiet. I like. But you get food, that in Vegas. I can, get, I, can get, I can go get good food, not in the middle of, of the desert. The desert, a noisy, loud. Yeah, but you can drive just outside of the strip, and and you can have your wide open spaces. Yeah, but then like, well, but that's like everything you need's right there. Well, I don't know not. what your problem is. It's just. I think it's, it's the best place for you. It's just a. It's just not a good place. You want to <laughs> hang out by the pool, get a cabana. No. I'm not like, like that's my thing. Like I would rather go to a find a swimming hole out in the middle of the woods, like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Sitting around a pool and a cabana with like people everywhere is like there was. We did this. Look, was, I'm antisocial. Yeah, no, I know, but I think I think you're gonna have a great time. I will have a good time. Yeah. But I won't sort of like, I'm not going to sit around. If, if people want to sit around and gambling for hours, the, like, I can't do it. I the won't menu, it. I think you're going to be very happy with the menu I've selected. I'm excited. I haven't been to Bouchon in any place. It's going to be so I'm very exciting. You're gonna, your mind's going to be just very exploding. It's, I went to, um, okay, food. I went to uh, oh. St. Martha. Was that downtown? Koreatown. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like in a strip mall. Uh-huh. And uh, it was pretty damn good. What what kind of food is it? It's like, fuck, I'll say it the wrong. It's like, you know, modern American, I guess. Okay. They had something called chicken skin granola. Whoa. And let me think if I can, if I get this wrong. So it's like, I think it's granola, mm-hmm. chicken skin. They bring a bowl with granola, chicken skin, and then some spices like cinnamon and stuff in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then they pour in parsnip milk. I think it was parsnip milk, which is part parsnip juice and then milk. Okay. They pour that in the thing, and then they shave frozen foie gras on oh. top of it. And then you mix it up, and it's kind of like this really rich, awesome cereal. That sounds great. It's good. Frozen foie gras. Yeah, they come out with a like a. It's not a. And they shave it like a block of it. Yeah, it comes out. It's like a. It's almost like a, a cylinder. Like a cylinder of it, and then they just sort of they use one of those um, planer, a planer, and they just shave a decent amount on there. Like you're like whoa, and they come in, they prep it all there, and then you kind of mix it up, and uh, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, I have to admit. And then we had this uh, like a. Like some kind of, it's like a simple, I think like roasted carrots or something, but it had some really interesting uh, spice to it. And then it had like, like coconut ice cream that wasn't sweet, but when, so it wasn't super sweet. So you'd get like the spice, you'd get the carrot and then you'd get this like cool, that was all very warm. And then you get this cool ice cream that had the coconut flavor, but it didn't have that really overpowering sweetness right 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 so it's like lot you know lots of dishes like that it was really good i was i was i had a really nice fish dish fish dish fish dish and uh it was it was quite good that's i went to i went to moza i went to moza and chispaca this month i like them both and pizzeria moza i've I've been to the entire moza chain well just this past month but for my birthday i went to moza which i couldn't make so. yeah i know it's okay listen these I things happen to. scott someday you're gonna be able to make a dinner that we plan we did already someday soon again you'll someday be able to make we'll, 
another dinner. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was it was such a good meal. Moats is good. They really know what they're doing over Moats there. Moats is good. They that re- like steak. They have that porcini rub yes, steak. Is had that unbelievable. We had that. We had the lamb and we had. Uh, some fish i forget it was a white fish it that was so good steak is so good steak is amazing we couldn't even finish it there was four of us it's good it's huge too it's, it's huge. like 24 ounces or something yeah. like that uh well we, we we've gone in the past we haven't like if we knew we we're getting that we don't order that much more because yeah it's a decent amount they still take some home but i like chispaca too oh chispaca. You had the tomahawk pork chop yep that's Fucking some of the best yep. pork I've yeah. ever had. That's what we ordered. That tomahawk pork chop was really good. Although, I think I've said it before, there's this pork chop, there's pork up at uh, this place in Yountville up near Napa, and it's this sort of Iberian or acorn fed um, pork. And it's from, I think it's from Spain but in, or Italy or whatever, but it's acorn fed and it's like, it's like a cut that almost it's just it has like a such a nutty flavor and steak it tastes almost like like if steak and pork fuck yeah oh man <laughs> that's like a bacon burger it was it's good but yeah chispaca is great uh chispacha chispaca. it's actually it's chispaca 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 that's how you pronounce it in All italian right. but i call it chispaca because i'm it's not very Italian. good though. It's great. If anyone is in LA, and highly recommended. Both places are. That's very a Phoebe good. Eats superstar. Yes, for sure. Uh, Q and I were in Vegas on Thursday. Yes. and we went to Holstein's. Okay, which is a burger place. Uh huh. And we got. Uh, I got their gold standard burger, but they have this billion dollar burger that has foie gras on the burger, Ooh. which I wanted to try, but didn't want to have a heart attack immediately. That sounds so like, it's funny. Like, I know, there's a, there's a bar next to where I, near where I live called the Holloway. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's got a pretty good burger. Like I, I do like their burger. Um, I've had the burger and that one time I met my buddy there and he had already ordered and it's like, you can add an egg and bacon. Yeah. And like, did he add an egg and bacon? He did. And I was like, it just, I mean, not that it was bad, but like, it just became like, I felt awful. Like oh, I you did, ate it? I did. Oh my God. I did it. And it was like, it was just way too much. Well, it's funny because like, like. Way too much. And then I've had the burger since and it's like, just, I really like, I like the bun to burger thing, man. Yeah. The ratio has like got to be good. You don't want to have. Shit. 16 also inches like of tons of shit on it i don't like I, I'm no like, I don't yeah like, i don't want it like the egg is too much uh-huh bacon maybe but even the bacon i'm not like that crazy about i want that i want like really good beef flavor yeah and then the bun is important you need to have a good bun well how do you feel what do you what, what's your what's your preferred bun are you talking pretzel bun you're talking brioche bun i've had both of those and i've and i've enjoyed both of them so you have no preference. Um, In your mind, when you picture a hamburger, or a cheeseburger, what do you picture? Pretty good, but like, like, but I don't know. I've had like normal sesame seed. Oh, sesame seed's real good too. I've had them. I've had them. I mean, look, 
the really squishy kind of burgers that you get at the supermarket uh-huh. and stuff that I don't like. Right. Um, you'd like you'd like the burgers I made from scratch a couple months ago that they were really good. I, I'm a. I wish I could eat more hamburgers. You can't. I have Scott. to keep. You have your powers have to keep some control. No, you don't. Just let loose. Just fucking do it. Let it go. I got. Let I, it go. Let, let it go. Just jam that in your mouth. Go. I'm building let a castle. <laughs> Frozen fractals of foie gras. Uh, right. Like foie gras. Like even that. 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 Chicken skin and all the thing, but I don't know. It didn't feel as heavy as like foie gras can be really heavy to sort of deal with. There's a pan pan seared foie gras at Gordon Ramsay steak that is just it's the it's the best. It's the best because it's served with um it's served with like this puff pastry that has goat cheese and oh man, it's goat cheese and like some jam compote. Hang on, let me describe it to you. We're, uh, on the honeymoon, we're going to Gordon Ramsay's three Michelin-starred restaurant in London. When are you going? When's your honeymoon? It's uh, after the, the we leave the day after the wedding. We're oh, going okay. to Iceland and then. Oh London. wow, nice! Yeah, are you gonna eat some rotten shark? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna try, I'm try everything. It. Do it. We're going to. We're going. I want to go to this restaurant called Dill. Have you heard of it? Huh. It's supposed to be like. It was like the best new restaurant in the world, like last year, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just like into the whole idea of maybe eating some puffin or something. Whatever they got out there, I'll try it. Whatever weird. I, I'm just into it. I'm just into like eating native foods, regardless of what they look like or what they are. To it, man. You know? Okay. The rotten shark. I mean, I would try it, but ooh. You know what would be hard for me is if it fucking smells really disgusting. Right. I have, I do have that. Like, I, I, like, I can... I'll eat a lot, but, like, if it smells nasty, that's pretty tough for me. Well, there is so much of your taste that's tied to smell. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the thing that's crazy about... Um, uh, Tom, our trainer, he doesn't have a sense of smell. I know. That's why I just never wear any deodorant or anything around him. Oh, it doesn't matter. You just doesn't do whatever matter. you want. Let it, let it loose. I just eat some garlic and fucking fart right near him. Uh, herb goat cheese popovers, gooseberry juice, uh, and pickled ramps. That's what's in the mm. pan-seared foie gras Gordon Ramsay steak. I fucking love ramps. Gnocchi? How do you feel about gnocchi? I like gnocchi. I feel like you should be more excited about gnocchi than you were. I'm a little disappointed in your... It's not my, like... It's not like my... I've had some gnocchi that's good, but I've had a lot of mediocre gnocchi. Maybe that's your problem. Maybe you're not going to the right places, getting the right pastas. I don't go to... I don't eat a ton of pasta. Well, you're not supposed to. I know. Scott... There's a really good pasta. There's a place in Silver Lake called Alimento. Uh-huh. Alimento, Alimento, whatever. And uh, they have this um, have this pasta, and it's like a you know kind of like a it's like a stuffed pasta. So it's it's not a ravioli. Maybe it's kind of like a ravioli. But what's inside of it is like I think how they do it is they they what they do is they make the pasta. They freeze these like cubes of 
of um like almost like a like a soup almost mm-hmm. and then they freeze them and then they um and then they they must freeze it and then put the pasta around it and then keep it cool and so when they cook it and we get it in a plate with some oil and cheese and then so when you bite into it it's like this sort of really amazing like broth kind of opens up in your mouth it's so fucking good. you love stuff opening up in your mouth it's just exploding all yeah. over my mouth yeah you know i do <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we're just uh making everybody hungry listening to this know. podcast we, we often are. we'll just talk about we food do. yeah it's food's so good food is good went to taiwan then at night q and i went to todd english's pub which is called pub by Todd English. I'm a little like one, one thing. Like I will. Let say, me finish. Okay. It was in the hotel. Gotcha. And it was not like it wasn't like a destination. But what for I us. was gonna say is that the one thing that I'm kind of getting over is the gastro pub. I feel like. We're oh kind yeah, of getting, no, I don't know if this was be considered. A, I guess it of, would be a gastro pub. I'm kind of getting. Uh, but we of, ordered like I had fish and chips. He had shepherd's pie. Yeah. Like it wasn't like. You know. some good fish and chips somewhere else but no there's something about like it, maybe it's just that there's too many of them I just feel like there's so well, it was many. like such a craze like now it just like feels like everybody's I doing. feel like 10 12 years ago it started and then the other thing that I'm kind of tired oh, of oh I know that people will probably a lot of people disagree with me is like the whole mac and cheese thing for me is just kind of you're over it I'm over it I feel bad about getting mac and cheese at lunch the other day then when well, we I'm sorry, I didn't realize that you. Did had you such a, we had when we were at uh, where the fuck we were when we met Q for lunch. When the hell was that? I feel like that wasn't that long ago. That was this month, right? Last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Santa but I got I got mac and cheese. Oh, you did? Yeah, with my bon me. I just, I mean, I'm not saying pe- other people should be. I feel like you're people could keep really going. coming down hard on mac and cheese right now. <laughs> I just, just, I do like it too. I, I do feel like it suffers from grilled cheese itis. You know what I mean? In the sense of like, I think grilled cheese is perfect, like a regular grilled cheese. Yeah. Between like white bread, butter, cheese. Like that's, I love it. Yeah. And I feel like what happens with that is someone gets it in their head to make a grilled cheese food truck. And then all of a sudden they're throwing tomatoes in it, they're throwing bacon in it, they're throwing ham, they're throwing short rib. It's too much. I don't call it a grilled cheese. It's a sandwich at that point. Well, then this, the cheese becomes a condiment. Yeah. The cheese becomes like the a... Che- if the cheese is not the star, then it's not a grilled cheese. If you put if you put hamburger meat in it, it's a, Then it's it a burger it. melt. Yeah. It's a patty melt yeah. at that point. But people like put shit in it and they I mean, claim it's, it's a grilled cheese. I don't it like it. It should be melted cheese. It should be like it should be melted sandwiches cheese. with melted cheese. It should be melted cheese. That's it. That's all a grilled cheese should be. Do you think a hot dog is a sandwich? I don't know why, but not really. I mean, yeah, I me get that it's sort of... I don't think so either. But a hamburger isn't a sandwich. Isn't it, though? I guess you don't think of a hamburger as a sandwich. No. I know that there's Very hot sandwiches. Like a French dip is a sandwich. French dip's a great sandwich. You've been to Philippe's? Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the... I don't know why... I don't know the differences. I mean, how do you define a sandwich? I guess well, something I'm, between bread. Let me tell you right now how Webster's Dictionary defines a sandwich. <clears throat> Define sandwich. Because I don't think a hot dog bun is a is a sandwich. An item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, 
cheese or other fillings between them eaten as a light meal well this is exactly why a hot dog isn't a sandwich it's one piece of bread it's just it's true it's joined yep and technically it is bread it's just bread shaped a different way two pieces of bread with meat cheese or other filling between them eaten as a light meal light meal also doesn't I mean, you could have a. I, I feel mean, like a sandwich a, is a meal. French dip. I feel like sandwich a sandwich is a meal. Is a meal. Yeah. yeah. You can have a sandwich as a meal. This came from mid 18th century, named after the fourth Earl of Sandwich, an English nobleman said to have eaten food in this form so as not to leave the gaming table. Duh. He loved the game. He would love to go to Vegas. For so, use of the word sandwich took a big dip in the early 1900s. How do you feel about that? And, you know, since 2000 and. Looks like since about 2000, it's been really popular. Really? It, was, it seemed like it was when I was it started. Up. It started becoming super popular in the 60s. Okay, so that predates when I was born. Because I remember, I remember growing up with, you know, sandwich. Wow, this is interesting. This is just like, this is mentions in books is essentially what this is talking about. Wow. Let's just take a look at 1993. The sandwich generation. These are all books that are named that mention the word sandwich. Who's the sandwich generation? Google is uh, a little crazy right now, I think. This is too much information for me. It's a collection of works that... Present works that offer illuminating perspectives on the remarkably diverse Asian American populations of the United States. That's the sandwich generation. Adult children caring for aging parents. That's the sandwich. Apparently, generation? that's what it is. Well, that's weird. I, I mean, well, what are you gonna do? Uh, there's a. I won seven hundred eighty-five dollars on an Iron Man slot machine. Yeah. When I was felt in, good. Felt great. Felt great. Did you lose seven hundred eighty-five dollars yeah, elsewhere? Uh, yeah. I had the. I got the Jericho missile. Uh, bonus which is that means which is they play the clip of tony stark demonstrating his missile from the first iron man oh okay remember the missile that comes out and then all the little tiny missiles come down all those little missiles come down and they drop onto the playing board drop you some and they just drop you some wilds and it dropped so many wilds scott that i won 768 dollars on that spin did you leave vegas with money yeah you made money yeah because of that well that was helpful to it of course how much did you lose? Like how much? How much did you spend to make seven hundred eighty-five dollars? Oh, probably about fifteen hundred bucks. So you like that's how I, that's what I dumped in, but I got, I kept my fifteen hundred dollars and seven hundred sixty-eight dollars. Do you know what I mean? So you put fifteen. Like I gambled in. at at I would say throughout the two days that we were there. I put in machines about $1,500, yes. but I left with $2,300. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes. It's like, because you're asking how much I took, how much I spent to make that. Yeah. I'm including everything I put into a machine regardless yeah. of whether or not I left with more money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you made. Yeah. You did okay. $1,500 to make $700. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Two days. It's a good return on my investment. And the fun was priceless. Maybe. That's what I'm trying to teach you about Las Vegas, Scott. No. The fun was super you're priceless. You're going to win. I think you're going to love it. I've been there. It's not like I haven't been. You're going to love it. Scott, like there's a Gremlins 2 machine. 
Why? Why would that matter? <laughs> I don't me? know. I don't know why it exists. Is there more than one? There's a Gremlins machine. No, I mean, well, I saw the, there's a it's in one of the newer machines. There's a bank of uh, Gremlins machines. Oh, the Red Sox game started. Here we are recording a podcast. Can't well, watch that. Just put it on. No, put it on with the volume <laughs> off. <laughs> Scott, I'm gonna it. comment on baseball. What oh. are they playing? Mariners. Oh shit! Oh boy! <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't really. I'm not a baseball guy. I never follow the Mariners. I know they've had a few good runs, but they just have never put it together. Uh, they had great seasons, and yeah. Then they just yeah, totally. Yeah, they had that fall apart. Then they have like a 110 win season. Yeah, and then they they lost in the first round. Yeah. There's no way to win the World Series. That's you're absolutely right. I'm gonna. So Scott and I are turning on uh, the Boston Red Sox. Where are they? Are they in Boston? They're or in Boston. And it's really hot here in LA right now. It's so fucking hot. It's, it's ridiculous. Really upsetting me. I want this to work. Oh no! You just ruined it. I really fucked it up when I was playing Batman. Because I had to like change what setting I was on on the receiver, and then now I feel like I might have to get up to make this work. What do you want me to do? No, I mean I'll hang on. Ah, oh. oh. god damn it, Matt! Who? How do you like? What kind of technical person are you that you can't sort of? I thought you worked for Wired. <laughs> I do work for Wired. It's just that my universal remote was uh, dead because I unplugged it a couple, like before uh, I left on the trip. I don't have a universal remote. Should we watch Muddy Girls Dance Party for ten ninety five, Or just record it for later? You and Dory can watch it. Six, I think. I, I don't want a preview. Can we get a preview? No. Uh, doesn't give you that. Mariners, Red Sox. Oh, boom. Red oh, Sox. Oh, boy. We're seeing a Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a home run. Holy what shit. What a day. It's the now, first inning. Scott, let me, let, me just, let me just go through this with you right now. Is this the, the Red first Sox, inning? Red Sox manager, Joe, John Farrell, he uh, announced yesterday that he has stage one lymphoma. That's not good. Not at all. But I feel like the team's really rallying around that. Oh, over boom. the monster. Upper deck. Oh, no. Wow. Dead center field. That's like 425 feet out there. Three zip. Oh, three zip. One out in the second inning. Jackie Bradley Jr. There's Hanley Ramirez. There's Bruce Nicastillo. David Ortiz where is there. They, uh, where are they in the, in the standings? Last place. Oh, shit. Bro. Whoa. So that's not in fact, good. I was watching uh, I was watching Nesson today, which is the New England Sports Network. This is I get I pay extra to get this channel, which is from Boston. And uh, the commercial said, uh, "Are you waiting for the 2016 Red Sox? Because <laughs> we are. <laughs> well, now's the time to be watching. <laughs> that's what they were saying. Because all the young stars are playing. Oh, they're going like you know what." <laughs> The only way you're gonna enjoy next year oh, is, is he by the watching hook? this year. Yeah, man, he just fucking got a getting the hook. He just gave him a fucking single. Oh man, Scott, have you ever been to Fenway Park? Yeah, I would love to take you to Fenway Park. It's Maybe someday if I really get to Boston. A, it's a really terrific. I would love ballpark. To. I haven't been last time I was home. I was there. Time. I went to the two games at Fenway when I was home last. 
I've and not. it was a blast. Been Bernardo, Boston. Bernardo, and I went. Yeah, and uh, I gotta tell you, the lobster roll they had at Fenway was the best lobster roll I had when I was home. Wow, it was, it was, t- it's tucked away. You got to find it. It's at the. It was at the Visitor's Grill, which is like essentially behind home plate. It's like right where you get to the entrance to the locker rooms. Yeah. That's where that grill is. A little tiny place. And that's where they had the lobster rolls. And I got it just thinking, eh, fuck, whatever. I'll try this. And it was so good. That's a risk. Yeah. Especially. But it was also only like $14, which I feel like. At a baseball stadium, they could charge so much like more for a lobster roll. Yeah, they're charging twelve bucks for a beer. That's bullshit. Fenway has the most expensive beer prices in uh, Major League Baseball. I mean, I guess they know they're going to get it. Yeah, because people love it. It's thirty-eight thousand drunks in Boston. Oh yeah, so they know. They know what's up. This is crazy. I can't believe that this is happening right now. They're up. They could- Who's pitching? I mean, they just pulled the guy, didn't they? No, I think that was just the pitching coach. Oh, he just came out and he's like, hey, you should be better. Is that Felix? Who had played? That can't be. King Felix. Is that Felix Hernandez pitching? No way we're hitting him that hard. Scott, he's like one of the best pitchers in the league. It's uh, Hernandez is his last name. Yeah, that's Felix's name. Yeah, holy shit. Wow. We're he rocking Felix Hernandez. And he's getting pissed now. Look at him. He's fucking angry. He's ready to fucking do it. At now. bat right now, Brock Holt. Gotcha. Mookie Betts just stole a base. I love these names. Look at that. That's why you're supposed to watch this season. That's what they're trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, but Mookie and Brock aren't like, How are you going to learn these names? Uh... So King Felix, he won the Cy Young with a terrible record a couple years ago. Oh, oh, bad defense. Donk. Oh, man. If I'm feeling her name, oh, God, I'd be so pissed off right now. I'd be just mad at my team. Seattle's Scott, just not ready. They're Scott, do you too, think, do you hot. think, do you think any, do you think you and I out there would do any better than those, guys? <laughs> than no. those two guys? No, not at all. <laughs> do you think there's a chance that either of us gets to that ball? <laughs> oh man um, do I think I mean on some totally random maybe maybe in some ra- there has to be a there, there's, there's a scenario probably a percentage where one of us trips super, and gets in front of the ball or yeah just falls and hits us in the face so we at least stop the forward progress of the ball and then and then we can throw it and someone's like well technically it was better uh, this is Xander Bogarts Scott he's uh, I went to the game in Los Angeles, the Red Sox playing a series in 2013. And I bought the dugout card, the lineup sheet from yeah. the Red Sox dugout. Yeah. Okay. And it was the game where Xander Bogots got his first hit. So he's a new guy. He was know. a new guy in 2013. Now he's hitting 312. He's, his defense is unbelievable. But they're in last place. Yeah. Scott, I'd like you to know that you can get a free Dunkachino according to the billboard behind <laughs> the home What's plate. Dunkachino. I can't believe Felix Hernandez is doing this shitty. I'd be so upset if I started him in my fantasy league right now. Where's Seattle at in the rankings? I feel like Seattle's also in maybe in, in fourth town? place. 
I just don't watch baseball. No, Seattle must be. This is a total. This is like a moment for me where I'm kind of in the 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 dark about what's going on. Well, yeah, Seattle's in fourth place. They're nine games out of first. Oakland's behind them with the same record Boston has. I uh, this is a, like right now. I don't really have a lot of sports. I'm kind of waiting for hockey season to come back. And when hockey season comes back, your team is who? I mean, the Canucks. Oh, my God. Boom, Hernandez. Oh, my up, God. All right, Scott, let's let's pretend we're real announcers right now. No one at home can see what we're All doing. Right. If you have MLB at bat, we're watching the second inning of, of the game from... If you uh, want to try to line it up. If you want to try to line it up, we're watching... Is it the second inning? Yes, yeah, the second inning. Uh, whew, man. It's the second inning. Second inning. One uh, out. One out. One out. One out. Two on. And uh, who's coming up here? First first and third. Ortiz is coming up. Ortiz is at bat. Now, so Scott, are you going to be the color man or the play-by-play? I don't know. What's the difference? (laughs) You just add, you know, if you're the color man, you just sort of just add some commentary about the game and play-by-play, you're going to say things like... play-by-play better. Oh, it's outside. (laughs) (laughs) Ortiz only needs nine home runs to reach 500 for his career, Scott. You can do the color. I can't do that. I'm doing the color. All right, that one was outside. Let's see. (laughs) Ortiz is up. He's got two men on. You know, Sandoval is having a rough first... First couple innings. Here he goes. There's the pitch inside. And he got him swinging. <laughs> he's, he's not out, Scotty. What? Just took a swing at that and fouled it off. <laughs> I thought he missed it. No, I think he 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 hit a foul ball. Uh, I thought it was a. We'll see right now in the replay. Oh, he did foul. <laughs> worst, worst commentator ever. He sure did. I can't see. He sure did, Scott. <laughs> That was a foul. Counts one and one. You know, my day when we were playing, we weren't allowed to wear such big gold chains. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) All right, here's the next pitch. (laughs) This must be so terrible to listen to. He throws his arm. Oh, Oh, got him swinging a high strike. Ortiz has a lot of trouble laying off the high strike. He, he he, he, He loves it. He loves letting it rip on a high strike. Ugh. There it is. Counts two and one. Now, of course, the shift uh, is not on right now because you'd have to pull third base over and no one will be covering the bag. And there's a runner at third. There we so go. Here's know. the next pitch. And outside. outside. Part of me feels like two they're not going to give him anything to hit here because they want him to walk and take their chances with a double play because Ortiz is a very slow runner. You know, so Bogarts is fast, so they feel like there might be not a chance for them to get two. They're going to load the bases. I feel like saying? they. I feel like they're going to load the bases up right here. I feel like we're inside. Whoa! I feel like we stopped being those guys. Three and two. <laughs> <laughs> Hernandez having a horrible morning. Maybe if he put his hat straight like a regular person, he'd pitch better. <laughs> I'm just an old racist baseball player. Whoa, he got it up there. It's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. That's enough to, it's it. enough to score the run. It's up, enough to score the run. Some, white, Holt comes in to score. guy comes in to score. Now my day, they just now give you the day, base. They just give you the base. <laughs> Two outs. Bad boy. 
I always wanted to be a bat boy. A little league World Series on right now. I've been watching some of that stuff. I can't take it. I love it. I just have flashbacks of like terrible memories of me in little league. Uh, I never played. I played. I was an all star. I was. A, we won a championship. So what's your horror? You know, just just being back in that place. You know, where all I all I wanted was to win. You know. Oh, you don't want to I just feel like, the emotions again. I don't. Yeah? I don't. I feel bad for the kids. Like, and we were just like city champs. We weren't even like. But why feel bad for them? Yeah, I, I think reasons. people lose sight of the fact that like, there's a tremendous life lesson. There's a positive. Oh, that's oh. gone, right? Come nah. on. Oh, I thought that. Guys, we uh, we can't get it all right here. Uh, is cursing into his glove. My day, you didn't curse in your glove. You cursed <laughs> right day, at the ump. You cursed right to people's faces. <laughs> cursed in your gloves for sissy men and little girls. What did you play when you were a kid? You played at, uh, soccer? I played soccer. Yeah. yeah. A little football? I played, I, I played soccer. What do they call it in Canada? Soccer or football? They call it soccer. And then I played Good. football for one season. And then I played rugby for two seasons. Whoa. I liked rugby a lot. That was really fun. Because you can really get your hands like on somebody. Uh, because it's more organic. It's not as like stop and start as football. I, I, right. I, I didn't mind football, but it just felt very like stop and starty. And rugby is rugby. You have plays, but it's more like soccer where it's like things evolve more organically. And I was just I think from playing soccer, it was just more normal to me that the game just is kind of continually going. Do you? We just saw. Uh, Never played baseball. We just saw a commercial for the Apple Watch, Scott. Would you ever wear an Apple Watch? Not in a fucking million years. If somebody gave me one, I would probably give it to somebody else. I have one. I don't wear it. I just don't get it. I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy. I didn't enjoy my time with it. It's just I don't get it. Like because it doesn't even it doesn't even take away the idea that you're going to carry around the phone. Yeah. Like, to me, the only reason to have that watch would be if I didn't have to have my phone anymore. But the right. idea that I would have the phone and the watch, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's a fucking accessory. Plus, it makes you, it makes... The it, phone's all right. Don't she's worry. always, she's always looking at her watch. Oh, she's and got it's an like, Apple watch. Oh, like, what's my, do I have to like, are you bored? What are you doing? And she's always like getting text messages on it. It's like... I'm just looking at the time. Do you think about that? Yeah, because you're bored. Like yeah. it's very. Um, I have a I have a watch, and I don't always do this when you're when you're yapping. Well, oh, maybe. Sorry, I gotta go. Yeah, maybe so. you're less interesting. Well, that's not wrong. I am pretty uninteresting. You are, Scott. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh. Oh, you have a, it's on your ponytail. Her hat popped off like in a cartoon. I'm upset her now. That's all right. We're just trying to do baseball commentary, honey. Not very well. We need to do. We need to do. Do you want me to do play by play? No, we need to do the fee breeds. Hang on, now. Here we go. Ready? This half inning brought to you by Casper, Casper mattresses. Mattresses. <laughs> Is this illegal dissemination of a baseball game? Will we get sued by Major League Baseball? <laughs> What? Because we're because we're trying to do co- terrible. Co- oh, look at that mustache! No way, they can't sue us. You don't try. know. You don't know what goes on out there. Why? What could they? Because we don't. We're not. We're not releasing it on top of any video or anything. We're also not doing a very good job. Yeah. <laughs> Think you that. You can't get in trouble. Number one reason. You can't get in trouble if it's not good. 
Hang on one second. I'm going to pull up. Uh... Scott, you're not even reading the sign. You're bad. You're bad My at baseball. first Red Sox game. Well, it's two kids. David first. Ortiz signed that for him. Boom. Uh, boom. boom. I don't have boom. the cast. I got it. Thing. Boom, boom, boom. Remember he said, well, well. Scott, guess what? What? This episode is brought to you by a very special sponsor. They're Casper. back. Casper Mattresses. Got a little Phoebe, got a little taste of Phoebe and got decided, sweet you know taste. what? We got to come back. These guys are too good. Our mattresses are just as good as they are. They are. We are the mattress. We, we are, are the, the mattress. Mattress of podcasting. <laughs> Sky, I think it's important to remember that much like us, Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered and a shockingly fair price. Now, we're Those two things. You shouldn't be able to have. Right. You shouldn't be able you shouldn't to. You should be able to have an obsessively engineered mattress. Because you got to pay an engineering price. staff. And you're like, oh, well, this is going to eat into our bottom huge. line. Yeah, we can't possibly sell these mattresses at a cheap price. Guess what? They do. Guys, just the right sink, just the right bounce. You got your latex foam and your memory foam. Together. That's right. There's two Merged. foams right there. Better nights, brighter days. And you know what? You're going to get a risk free trial and return try sleeping on a casper mattress for 100 days scott guess what days yeah 100 days is a long time almost a third of a year scott you get to try it out but you know i bet you're thinking i don't want to try that mattress it's probably expensive to be delivered guess what free free delivery delivery and the delivery is so simple what if you're not happy with it and you want to return it and it's going to cost too much money to return nope painless painless returns guys these things ship in a box and they come at you if you want one of these mattresses it's gonna show up not on a giant uh it will fit through the door i gotta move furniture around don't worry about that stuff that doesn't happen comes in a box comes in a box you bring the box into the room where your bed is freaking pop that thing open chop 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 now and then poof you yeah, that's true. Mattress. You do, yeah. When you cut the plastic around it, yeah, it goes poof. Be careful, though. You don't want to cut into the mattress. Yeah, you got to be careful. I mean, shit. That's we're not saying. You know where this is made, Scott? The Casper mattress. It's fucking made in the United States of made fucking America. In America, none of that. The United offshore States manufacturing. It's all here. Five hundred dollars. You get yourself a twin size. Nine hundred fifty dollars for a king size mattress. Look, people. Need- I've spent three thousand dollars on king size mattresses. Look, this is one third of that cost. People need mattresses. You can't have the same old mattress all the time. Mattress technology is changing. You need to get in a good night's sleep. I'm telling you, lack of a good sleep is is it has, it's going to make you has, miserable. It's going to make down, everyone around you has miserable. Multiple effects. Now, Scott. Here's how we get people to tell Casper, we love Phoebe, we love your mattresses. All you have to do, if you can get $50 towards the purchase price of your mattress, you visit casper.com, casper.com. forward slash Phoebe and use the promo code Phoebe. That's it. That's it. You get $50 towards your mattress purchase and you can try it for 100 days. Yeah. 100 days. That's like... 
think about a hundred days. In a hundred days, there could be another Phoebe that comes out. Who knows? Yeah. hundred days is a long. What I'm saying is a hundred days is a long span yeah. of time. It, it it seems like we do Phoebe in less than a hundred days. Yeah, and which it is crazy. Seems like a long. long it seems time. like a long time, but a hundred days think is about a it. long time. Scott, by the time if you ordered a mattress today. By the time your trial was over, I'll have been married for a while. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I don't see why you wouldn't do it. All you gotta do is go to Casper.com. You do. We have one in the house and, and it's, it's comfy as shit. It's super comfy. it's a really it's a great mattress. I'm getting another one to uh put up the cabin. Oh shit. Here comes the mariners. Oh, the mariners oh. are coming at you. Mariners made in America. Just like Casper mattresses. Exactly. Casper.com forward slash Phoebe and promo code Phoebe. Do you got a Phoebe reads? I do. You know, well, actually, yes, I do. I've been doing a lot of traveling, Scott. Yes. So I've been doing a lot of listening to audiobooks. Ah. So what I've been listening to, actually, do you have you ever read any of John Ronson's books? Oh, what are they? So John Ronson wrote the uh, the men that stare at goats. Ah, uh, the men who stare at goats. He wrote uh, his latest book is "So You've Been Publicly Shamed." Nice. Which is about he's a journalist from England uh, uh-huh. who does a bunch of documentaries for Channel Four. He writes for I think he writes for the Guardian. But uh, "So You've Been Publicly Shamed" is about um, sort of the social media shaming of people and people that have been publicly shamed on the internet like uh, justine sacco the woman who tweeted the um the aids africa joke the uh, pr lady yes yes, yes. yeah made a terrible joke and then subsequently had her life ruined yep uh and it's about a lot of these little stories and sort of the implications of the of the social media sort of like the like- flash mob culture of social media yeah and uh how people attack yeah. does it go into some of the people who've like how people have been attacked and then like suddenly people got like get 24 hours and like ah, right, well hey you know like everyone should relax a little bit yeah i mean there's a little bit of that but it's it's a really interesting study and like talks to people he talks to not only the people that are being shamed he talks to the shamers and uh it really is it's a fascinating, well-written, really funny. There's some funny stuff in there. Yeah. There's um, there's a line in there where he goes, <laughs> I'll read the line. It just really cracked me up. Uh, he's going, he goes to research sort of the history of public shaming in America. Uh-huh. And uh, to the beginning. Yeah. So uh, he goes to the library in Massachusetts to um, to do research on like go through old newspapers to find examples of it yeah to find examples of it and uh, the line that he wrote that really cracked me up was he's scrolling through microfiche and goes for the first hundred years as far as I could tell all that happened in America was that various people named Nathaniel had purchased land near rivers (laughs) (laughs) that was the that's a great line that line killed me but he was basically saying that the the act of public shaming is a is 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 a more modern. No, I mean he was convention. talking about like you know being forced in the stockades and whipped publicly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just sort of going through the history of that. 
And uh, I interviewed him for the Wired podcast about online bullying. So that's why I was reading the book. But then nice. it turned out I enjoyed the book. Right. And then I subsequently listened to Lost at Sea, which is a sort of a collection of his stories, huh. uh, which is a huge, uh, it's a huge book. It's a big collection of all of John Ronson stuff. And right now I'm listening to the Psychopath Tests, which is currently... Uh, which is currently, I'm about halfway through, which is also great. So right now, I'm on a John Ronson kick. Everybody get on board. I'm, not, I'm, in, I'm in a very non-fiction-y mood myself. I haven't oh. read any fiction in a while. I just finished um, The Sixth Extinction. Oh, I think I've heard of that. By, um, hold on. I'm going to get her name wrong. I'm going to, I could either just say her name wrong or, or maybe I'll get... Um, God, I can't type. Elizabeth Colbert, mm-hmm. who'd written something that I had read before called "Field Notes." Um, Field Notes from a Catastrophe. Okay, it was kind of about uh, climate change and stuff. But the sixth extinction and unnatural history uh, is really good. It goes into the sort of five major extinctions that have happened. Um, prior, and like your ice age, your uh, your meteor striking the earth, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. There's, and there's been different ones, and some are still sort of people dispute certain ones, but you know, there's the ones that are pretty obvious. But they're talking about you know, in the current, in our current environment, um, you know, and how how um there's all these mass extinctions happening you know there's all mm. these like you know an, like animals go extinct constantly and we don't i mean we, we don't even know how many animals there are right. animals insects birds in certain areas of the world and so we don't even know there's ones we're not even aware of that are going extinct mm-hmm. but there's also these all, you know it goes into some of these massive die-offs that are happening like frogs and parts of south america bats in um, the northeastern United States, like millions of them, like through this fungus that basically both of them are are, are fungus um, are fungus based illnesses that are just spreading so fast and they can't sort of control it. But it goes into like, you know, what, you know, we as human beings, not just in the sort of climate part, but also, you know, the you know, not just how we affect climate change, but, you know, we just have you know, taken over massive amounts of, of land. And, mm-hmm. and we've also sort of, you know, killed a ton of animals. Yeah, but they deserved it. But they deserved it, which is a chapter in the book. <laughs> <laughs> That's the footnote. Yeah. They deserved it. Um, but it also talks about like, you know, and I don't think this is something, but like the fact that we travel all over the place, like you went to, it's like the fact that we basically have connected the whole world Right. through travel and stuff so a lot of these like fungal um, infections are from other countries yeah and they're just they're able to transport so they're out of their ecosystem into another ecosystem they come in here and then like boom they just can like wreak havoc oh man so it's not an uplifting read (laughs) (laughs) but it's pretty uh, I mean it's pretty fascinating and and you know it is definitely depressing and I know some people don't I have friends that just like I don't want to read that because that's just depressing but it is what's happening so Scott you're not here to tell people 
everything's gonna be great. You know, you're not here to sugarcoat. No, I'm here to tell you if you like Mad Max, yeah, you're get ready because it's coming. It's coming because we're, we're all, sort of we're doing it. Oh boy, we're all gonna. If be we fucked. fry the oceans and just get rid of all the, you know, we we're on our way. We can do it. We can do it. Is what I'm saying, Scott. This is a very if positive, like uplifting it, turn. This is taken. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I read was uh, there's this guy, David Brooks, who writes for the New York Times, and uh, he has two books. I read the first one, which was called Social Animal. Mm-hmm. It's not about being super social. It's kind of an interesting book. Um, it's not about being super social? It's not, a, it's not a book about, like, being social. It's oh. really about, like, it's really about the, you know, the human mind and the subconscious and, and uh and why we do certain things and he actually creates like two characters almost oh so it's like and takes them through their life and why they make certain decisions and how they make certain decisions interesting the social animal the hidden sources of love character and achievement is a non-fiction book by david brooks really interesting and then i quickly followed it up with he wrote another book oops fuck come on called the road to character um which was really interesting too scott when you said oops fuck pablo sandoval got drilled in the elbow oh so the road to character you can look at this flashback of uh pablo taking him deep and then in the second inning he took him deep and then in this game he gets drilled so what does that tell you uh i don't know Tells you it might be a little bit intentional. Anyways, the Rhodes character uh, was super interesting and very like talking about, you know, the Rhodes character and, and in relation to, you know, the way that the culture and society is now. Scott, was it depressing? No. Yeah. Good. So you had an uplifting read after the six. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't think the six. I don't think the six extinction. I, that stuff doesn't depress me. I mean, I don't get super. Boom! He got beamed. Um, I don't find it. I mean, I find it, you know, alarming and you know, kind of, yes, yeah, somewhat depressing. But sometimes you got to fucking. Sometimes you got to dig in, man. Scott. Can't be an ostrich. I don't know. I mean, I think what we learned. Yeah, get your fucking head out of the sand. What we Turn learned today. Oh no, Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what did we learn? I think we learned that Casper makes the best mattresses on the planet. Yeah. And Casper.com forward hey, slash. The babe. world's gonna go to shit. Might as well be sleeping well while it's happening. Yeah. Might as well have a good good night's sleep. And if you're going to go to Casper.com forward slash Phoebe and use the promo code Phoebe, that's going to tell Casper that they need to advertise with us again, which gives you more Phoebes. Unless you listen to today's episode, hated it so much, and don't ever want a Phoebe to happen again. Yeah. In which case, we don't need you. But we hope you liked it. (laughs) (laughs) We need you. All right. I just, I think we should close today's episode the same way we close every episode, Scott. Okay. With the words of the greatest actors of our generation or any generation. Of all time. Of all time. In the future and the past. It'll never change. It's never going to change. Mr. Washington. Washington, Mr. Mark Wahlberg. Make Make it rain.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.